All right, guys, welcome to episode 188 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Stark, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and Masters of the Universe. Uh, yeah, and in particular, it's May the 4th, so yeah. may the 4th be with you. Oh I am just... What? You're super excited. Super excited. <laughs> so I've been watching Star Wars movies all day. I haven't made it through very many of them because my nice, relaxing May the 4th has turned into going shopping, losing my sunglasses, forgetting I had items to ship to people that had bought stuff over the weekend. <laughs> then going to a walk, going on a walk to our post office because it's only a couple blocks from our house. And then it being the busiest day at the post office I've ever seen. The line was like out the door and down the block. Are, are like, they doing the same? Is it, you know, the same six foot in between? Yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't even been to a post office ever since this whole thing started. So, yeah, ours is crazy. It's six foot. They, they have a, like a clear, not drop cloth. It's, it's thicker than that, but you know, like, like a heavy duty, clear shower curtain draped in front of them that you have to like put stuff underneath. They hold the shipping box out and that's how they get stuff and give stuff to you. What do they they think? They think like ET is back there or something. What's going on? I don't know, but Hey, more power to them. If it makes them feel better, you know, about having to work, you know, and of course you've got the, you know, not that I have anything against millennials. I just use this as a, as, as a age qualifier. But of course you have these young people that once you're out the door, there's no more six foot markings. Right. So they think it's stand right behind yeah. the old lady that's in front why of not? Them, you. Yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah like, why not? Jesus. And no masks, of course, you know, cause they're invincible. And they're well, I don't wear a mask. I know. So you know I'm going to fit in that category and I'm going to stand by it. I know you're going to live forever too, Lotus. I'm not going to live forever. I die every day. I die a little bit every day. (laughs) Oh, man. That's how I look at life. Every day I die a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if you would like to kick it with us, you can do that. Uh, First up at OpenYourToys.com. We've got... Links to the show notes up here in the upper right-hand corner. That'll uh, take you to a page of links to everything we're talking about. Um, you can also see the latest episode here that's been posted to YouTube that we live streamed previously. Um, if you want to kick it with us, you can find me at facebook.com slash open your toys at slick McFavorite on Instagram or old school email at slick at open your Where can people find you, Mr. Stark? Well, they can, they can head over to Yo- YouTube. I was going to say YouTube. Is that something new? YouTube? Yeah. I mean, like, we need Yo- to start that. Yeah. The, the urban I, tube. Yeah, man. Let's, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's go over to YouTube from YoMTV Raps and uh, just type in Lotus Stark and you can watch uh, the current videos that I'm working on are uh, animatronic restoration. So if you like robots, come on over. Yeah. I, I normally don't like 
look at numbers and I'm that asshole that never likes or anything like that. But, yeah. uh, but rock was saying that you're getting like a ton of views on your animatronic stuff. Yeah. So that's yeah people, awesome. people definitely uh, seem to be interested and you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Cause it's, it's like I said, it's something from the eighties. So it's still, you know, still something from the eighties. See, and I gotta, I gotta work on a way to like prioritize my watch later list. Cause I caught up like through 11, but now you're all the rest of them since 11. What are you like on 22 or something like uh, that? No, I'm on 15. I mean, I, 15. I'm only okay. I'm only doing one or two per week. So okay. it's about one or two every week. Yeah. And uh, I need to, they're just kind of like lost in the, I have 120 videos on my watch later yeah. list. Cause I just go through in order and say, watch later, watch later, watch later. But I need to bump you up to the top, okay. so I so I have more input when we talk. I use a hair dryer on my latest video. Ooh. <laughs> and conditioner. You, you don't have a. You <laughs> no, I didn't have a hair dryer. No, I, I don't use a hair dryer. I'm a guy. Well, no, I, I was going to say you don't have a heat gun. Oh, I, I do have. A I heat don't gun, have a hair dryer cannot... either, but I have a heat gun. <laughs> so yeah, you cannot use on faux fur. You do not uh -huh. want to use heat because the faux fur fibers are at faux fur fibers. Say that fast. <laughs> that uh, they're actually made. They have acrylic in them. So if you use heat, it'll actually melt the fur. The faux fur. Oh, so you needed like a hair dryer that just has an air setting. Correct. I, and I, okay. and that's the whole thing. I didn't even realize it, but hair dryers, like the ones for 10 bucks, yeah. they don't have a cool oh. air. Yeah, no, it's that's only a heat. fancy feature. <laughs> it wasn't that fancy. It was 25 bucks. So I had to spend 15 bucks extra to step up into the quote unquote pro line. And that has a cool air button where it just produces regular, you know, room temperature air. Yeah, and I guess I'm just so used to Mrs. McFavorite has like top of the line everything when it comes to hair. So I'm I'm used to seeing all that. But yeah, <laughs> you're right. I don't think my heat gun has like a non-heat setting. It, nope, it is adjustable. So I have a temperature setting, but yeah, you're right. I think yep. even the lowest still has heat coming out. Yeah. So. Crazy. Um, well, you can find us at YouTube slash Open Your Toys. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook at uh, our group, at least at Facebook.com slash group slash Open Your Toys. If you want to just follow along with the show and see some announcements and then maybe see when Peter has a pressing news post, you can follow the page at uh, Facebook.com slash Open Your Toys cast. Again, on the website, you can find links to subscribe to us through iTunes, through Google Play, through RSS, through Stitcher Smart, right at all. And then you can also find links to support the show there, primarily there, Amazon and eBay. A few pennies will go to our existence and maybe we can get rid of this uh, ugly StreamYard logo up here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, beyond that, let's, uh, let's get into what we... Oh, and then I always forget, I need to put these on the website. That might be smart. Voicemail is 720-235-TOYS, 720-235-8697. But if you really want to join us nowadays, just get on live. We'll, we'll put you on the show. 
No vetting necessary. Well, we do have to know you. Oh, boy. Put random people on the show that start drawing penises and using <laughs> racial epithets and shit. <laughs> but, uh, and then email to all of us. We'll go to team at openyourtoys.com. Mr. Stark, Bubba Keg with some LG fridge water, I assume. Yeah, yeah. I'm predictable, boring. That's me. <laughs> Well, and I, I'm drinking, uh, I am drinking La Lagunitas, Lagunitas, oh, Lagunitas, a uh, little something, something ale. And, uh, and I feel awful when <laughs> Jessica bought this for me a few weeks ago. And, and she's like, I thought this is the one you like. And I was like, yeah, it's all right. And then I had it. I'm like, yeah, I definitely don't like that beer. And then she mm-hmm. got this yesterday for me. And again, I was telling Lotus before we came on that I was just in a bad mood yesterday. Just a, a few things hit us, including uh, including one of our co-hosts not feeling the greatest. And it just kind of all hit me at once. And she came home with that beer. And I was like, I told you I didn't like that beer. <laughs> I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck would you buy that? You know, oh god, I feel awful. But it's it's not bad. Again, uh, it says, let's see here. So we're all, so we're all on collective disability. That's cool. Let's put some ice on it and keep ourselves elevated for a while. So what's on the tube, honey? Get me a beer from the fridge, will ya, sweetie? Please. What? So that's a really weird that's, description to have. That's, yeah, that's like degrading too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah that's kind of weird. Uh, anyways, uh, sorry to all of the. Uh, I know we have a huge uh, presence of women who listen to this show <laughs> and watch the show. So, sorry about that. Don't know why that beer company chose that type of a, a description, uh, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little something, something. It's, it's, uh, 64.20 on the IBU scale. OG scales 1.076. And on the alcohol scale, 7.5%. So it's definitely got some, uh, yeah, um, yeah. booze. And then it says, life is uncertain. Don't sip. I'll be mm-hmm. sipping this today. But. Well, life is uncertain. Don't wear a mask. <laughs> All right. First up, con news. TFCon Toronto rescheduled. Uh, So the world's largest fan-run Transformers convention is coming September 4th through the 6th. This is at the Hilton Mississauga. Mississauga. At Meadowvale. Uh, So looks like uh, now we also have a TFCon coming is it October in Chicago? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah it's October. Right? So they're going they're going back to back on this sucker. I think what's interesting is that they have the ability to reschedule. You know, it's not yeah. just canceled. Like they must have a really good relationship. Did TFCon start? Yeah, TFCon started in Canada, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Originally, it was only Canada for okay, a long right. time. So yeah. they must have a really good relationship with the you know, with the, the Hilton or I don't know if it's always at the Hilton, but they must have a good relationship with uh, those folks out there. Yeah. Well, I think at this point, freaking 
hotels are just like, please, God, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine being in the hotel business right now. We're, we're, we have like a free night at a Best Western that we were going to use to go visit, go visit, uh, family. And it expires this month. And I'm, and I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to reach out to them and say, Hey, can we please get this free night in June, July? You know, not, not so much for ourselves, but everybody we go visit is over 65, you know? So if they're not comfortable with it, I don't want to be out there. Um, so Tokyo toy show, let's see. I think one of these was convention. Oh no. Both of them have been, uh, yeah. Tokyo toy show and wonder fest. Yeah. Both have been canceled. Uh, so this is where, uh, one, not only do we get to see a lot of Takara announcements, but this is also where third parties would have some stuff mm-hmm. on display as well. So, uh, oh no. Okay. That's right. Wonder festival has been rescheduled. That's right. It'll be November 1st of this year. Hmm. So, and that's the one I think that we see more third party stuff at. Um, we've got the, uh, what's on Joe mind, Joe con virtual schedule. Um, so this is kind of cool. So, I totally meant before uh, we got into an argument, this is what I was doing last time. And I'm sure you saw this was zooming in, but what I need to do is I need to do the Lotus method of opening all the news and tabs and zooming them in beforehand. So you're not constantly seeing this herky jerky, but um, so today we already missed it. Uh, it's the what's on Joe mind guys. Um, well, do they even say what time these are? Uh, are they doing these live or are they just like posting the show after? Huh. Yeah. Maybe they're just posting the show afterwards because I know they they are normally just an audio podcast. But anyways, today was uh, the regular guys and then uh, Terry Dizzard of Yojo.com. Uh, tomorrow, it looks like they've got a special guest, Joe Slipsky of Joe on Joe podcast and Joe Holp of the file card podcast. So a couple days of podcast buddies there. And then Wednesday, we get into... Um, the Black Book with Rob and Mike um, and special guest Curtis Cujo Harold, the G.I. Joburg, author of The Black Book. Interesting. Knowing is half the panel, life lessons from G.I. Joe with regulars and special guest host Arun, VP of Marketing of Boom Studios, special guest Sarah Mary Mercenary Dietrich and Paul Allure, writers of IDW's GI Joe. Uh, so very comic heavy there. Uh, funny thing happened on the way to the panel with the regular guys on Friday with special guests Arthur Destro Burkhart and Bill Flint Ratner. And then Saturday, another star-studded one, Joe Parody with special guests, Brian, Dr. Mindbender coming, Zach Zartan Hoffman, and Morgan Baroness Lofting. So 
a few extra little surprises too. So listen to every panel. Um, and again, they're doing all of this uh, for what is it? Works Kitchen, I believe. Um, World Central Kitchen. Um, and let's see, in the face of Coda, schools, restaurants, businesses have been shut down, sending many of us home, stripping down our daily societal structure. For others, the pandemic has pushed their endurance to its absolute limit as they provide care and maintain the most essential supply lines for our daily lives. Help us support World Central Kitchen, which is making sure there's always a warm meal, an encouraging word, and a helping hand in hard times. They have served more than 16 million fresh-cooked meals to communities in the aftermath of both natural and man-made disasters like hurricanes, earthquakes, wildfires, refugee crises, and more. So not doing too bad. They're already at 745 of 745 of their $2,000 goal. So there are worse things you could do with your stimulus check than to help them out if you're able. Um, toy news, fan first Friday. So I set so many reminders for this and I swear to God, if I don't get on my computer, like first thing in the morning or my phone, which I'm really bad at being on my phone, then I just miss this shit. And I completely miss this whole live broadcast (laughs) that they did, even though I was really excited for it. Um, but, uh, so they announced quite a bit of new things a mandalorian stormtrooper for the black series completely new sculpt with updated articulation and that's one i can't find anywhere um i know i know amazon has said that they are going to wait until this week uh as they they said they they put out something that uh hasbro relayed that says as our partner amazon is busy with providing essential things their pre-orders were going to go up later than expected but um so basically a black series stormtrooper just uh new sculpt better articulation so i'm excited to see that Uh, whenever anything comes out like the galaxy of adventure and all these like sublines i always get a stormtrooper like that's kind of how i test the line it's it's my what do you call that not a north star but anyways it's my it, it's my way to judge all these different toy lines. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're looking at here on the screen is the Clone Wars Camino Clone Trooper. So this looks very cool. I'm a big sucker for gray, and this just has some great markings on it. I'm really digging it. This is another one that I haven't seen how to pre-order yet. Um, so waiting on that. If Rock was here, he'd like the gray too, because he seems, he seems to like a lot of toys that are gray. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck the paint, yo! Yeah. It's all about the gray, grayscale." <laughs> um, uh, Luke Skywalker and Yoda two pack that we had already talked about. It's a new Yoda sculpt, sculpt, and uh, Luke. Uh, can apparently do a handstand pose with enough patience. Uh, 
Um, and then finally in black series, not action figure related, but, uh, more, uh, role play. You get the Boba Fett prototype replica helmet. You're not showing and, the pictures though. Oh, sorry. There's, there's nice pictures. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I, I keep forgetting about this. So, so here's our, uh, here's our Luke yeah. doing his voice. <laughs> and that. I'm like, I like, Oh my God. I would say that's probably going to take a while to to figure that like it, i don't think it just balances that perfectly right i mean it's probably gonna take a little bit of playing around dude i can barely get these things into two foot stances the way they do the way they do their articulation and like because they literally put like chunks of plastic in their joints mm-hmm. so it's almost like a ratchet where you get a hard part but okay. then it snaps but then it goes past that and it's a little loose and then it hits another hard part. I'm like, it takes me forever just to get these guys in a normal, like, you know, fighting stance, you know, some bent knees looking in a direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll be curious about that. But the stormtrooper looks amazing. Like I am all about this. This looks so dope. Um, now I got to call a little bit of bullshit on this. So this Boba Fett prototype helmet, this is not what the prototype was. The, Mm. the original and well, okay. I see what they're doing. They're not looking at the, I'm thinking of the concept artwork, the concept artwork, the T visor was completely different. They're talking about the actual prototype suit that they created that was all white. So um, get a carbonized Vader, which Peter in is like, this is very blue considering (laughs) Vader was black. So uh, this is this is carbonized, right? Did you see the yeah. post? Did you see my my uh, the thread that uh, it was Peter's Peter's thread, but uh, had a lot of comments there. Did you see that by any chance? I I feel like you're uh, baiting me into something. I did not see oh, okay. anything besides Peter saying it's cash grab because they'll do a black version later. <laughs> All right. Well, we had a good uh, we had a good conversation about it, but it ended up the end of the thread. Uh, we ended up talking about caramelized onions. Oh, I do remember your caramelized. Yeah, because he was talking shit about you commenting on a toy that you well, could care well, less than your well, life. Well, Peter, you know, <laughs> so Peter tagged me into this post. So and so, yeah. Um, so I said, I said, Peter, uh, you know, thank you for including me in the Star Wars conversation. As you know, I'm a huge fan. I agree <laughs> the inner stripes have a navy blue color to them. And then I, I then I said to John, I said, you know, I agree and would have been better if these were caramel caramelized. Just saying, because I like caramelized onions. So that was a whole conversation. So, yeah, guys, if you are missing these conversations, they are in our Open Your Toys group. We have a very small group, but there's some fun conversations that happen in there. Yeah, and make sure you're clicking that notification and putting at the top of of everything because who cares what your aunts and nephews and nieces are doing? You want to know what's happening in our group. Um, But, yes, I didn't realize he tagged you in it. That was. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yes, he is. He is very blue looking. 
I don't know if it's a cash grab to do a, a black one down the line, but I would have ordered it if it was black, like if it was a metallic black, like how they did the Sith sister. But yeah, I got to agree with Peter. Like the blue is not flattering in my opinion. Um, we get a cool uh, uh, black series two pack here with uh, the four Lom and the Zuckus with their names reversed, just like the vintage style. So this has been a big thing throughout history. Lotus is when these figures originally came out, they flipped these names. Um, in the past, we, as a, I think a star Wars celebration exclusive, it might've been Comic-Con. Um, we got a two pack of, of them on vintage cards with the name swapped. I think we also got a comic pack with them. No, not a comic pack. These are, these are joined together on the same card, right? No, these look to be separated. Unlike those. Yeah. Like if you see down here, they look like they're separated, but it is, it it looks to be a two pack. They'll come in. Um, but again, I mean, I guess if you're one, if you're just a big black series vintage carded guy, then you should pick these up. Um, I actually might do that because I am a big vintage carded guy. When are uh, those? When are those coming out? Uh, these are the Amazon exclusives, so they haven't posted as of me checking this morning. Pretty early in the morning, okay. so. But it's something that's going to come out like within a couple weeks or? No, no, like August or something like that. Okay. And here I'm trying to. Yeah, most of these pre-orders were were pretty late in the game. Uh, So let's see if they've got them here. Yeah, 44 bucks, which isn't a bad price. 49.99. Uh, July 1st Mm. on these guys. So I actually might do those because I'm skipping a couple. I'm skipping a couple from the current, the wave two vintage line because so, so anytime they put stuff on a vintage card, it it draws my attention. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gotten all of the black series. So the six inch figures that they've released on vintage cards, except for in wave two, they put out two cards that never existed. One, so they could redeco an R2 and re-release him. And another one, just because Luke never had a snow speeder pilot card. But then it's just artwork. It's not actually a photo from the movie, which these have always been. So I'm just kind of like, those I'm skipping, but since these are actually vintage carded ones, maybe that's what I'll add, even though the characters aren't my favorite. Yeah. I mean, they seem kind of expensive though, you know, 25 bucks a piece, you know? Yeah. Well, at 22.50, but no, they're 50, they're 49.99. Oh, I thought they were 44.99. My bad. They were 49.99 for the pair. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit more expensive, but again, I'm not too worried. Now this this uh, Han and Carbonite is this uh, was there ever a figure like that? So there was, but he wasn't on a vintage 
hard. So Han and he he came along in the power of the force line, mm. which is where I've kind of where I've kind of drawn the line. Like I'm not collecting power of the force cards. Um, now, so here is a and let me see if images help. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I see. So these are the okay. new ones here. This is the one that came with Jabba's Palace. So these okay. were vintage carded ones. Oh, here we go. So he came in the power of the Force. Oh, and here's an American version of it. Oh, okay. So he came in this, the power of the Force line, which is after they got rid of the vintage carding and they started doing these weird coins in it as an added thing um you can kind of see what the figure itself looked like so looks like and i've never even owned one so from this picture he kind of looks like that's clear plastic yeah. so it's kind of like halfway when he's melting out right. of it oh yeah here's a great picture of it so it was clear plastic hmm. yeah um, so yeah, it was in the vintage line, but just like, just like what you did with your Joes, I kind of did with the Joes in a little bit different way. I went up to 87 with the Joes and that was it. I okay. cut it off. They, they released Joes well into the nineties, uh, early nineties, at least on those old vintage card backs. And I'm just like, nope, I'm done. You know, got to draw the line somewhere. So um, but what what this really is for is to re-release this piece that was a Comic-Con exclusive. So they put out a Jabba's, they put out a Jabba a, a long time ago in the Black Series line. Um, and was it, oh no, maybe this came with the Boba Fett. Oh, see, now I'm questioning myself. Anyways, uh, I believe this came with a Jabba's, a Jabba, and you got this Han and Carbonite. And so, of course, because it's Comic-Con exclusive, near, you know, not enough were made. People freaked out, blah, blah, blah. But there's no figure with this. This is just no, a block. This a block is just of... a, bo a block of plastic okay, with gotcha. this display stand. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Because um, the vintage that you're showing me actually has a figure comes, that goes inside of it almost. That's exactly. Like okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and, I mean, th this Highland Carbonite, you know, they, like I said, they Sideshow even did a, a life size uh, for like 8000 bucks. You can put this in your mm -hmm. hallway or something. So this is, this is recognizable to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and to their credit, I, think it's only 15 bucks yeah. um so it's not like they're they're trying to charge for it you know again peter's kind of like it's just a cash grab blah 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 well for some people they may want that in their collection if you're doing a java's dio you know that kind of stuff yeah. uh let's see um carbonite did i spell that right yeah, so it was a Boba Fett one that this originally came with. So, okay, that sounds good. 
And then last thing, matching up to Target's Father's Day uh, promotions that they did last year, where we got Han in uh, Stormtrooper disguise. Now we get Luke Skywalker in Stormtrooper disguise. Again, they put it on a vintage card. This was never released in a vintage card. This was actually a included accessory, uh, included figure in a board game from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, just no, no need or want. But that was that was their big reveals. Um, yeah, just yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's just if it was part of SDCC and all that excitement, if I'd be more excited or if it's just because of, I've been locked, you know, been in my house for six weeks now and missed the live stream to be excited about it. And now it's just a bunch of pictures, you know? Well, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing is I don't really care. So it doesn't matter to me. The Scorponok here, uh, base mode, not looking too, exciting the the headmaster looks dope and yeah. he looks really next to uh brunt mm-hmm. here i think was that his name yeah brunt mm-hmm. and so then we got the other little headmaster which is cool i i think i'm glad that they me. i'm glad that they uh, made the visor move up and down i mean it's not translucent like the g1 but i'm glad that they did that yeah oh i didn't even see that it wasn't translucent oh interesting yeah i mean they just gave it like a devastator eyes you know red red eyes like that so yeah. that kind of sucks but you know i guess the the green eyes behind it i'm guessing those light up maybe or maybe they just have light piping because it's you can see yeah. it's kind of like a translucent green plastic exactly yeah, yeah i'm unsure because you know again if people aren't familiar Scorponok wasn't it wasn't a large a large headmaster like that it was literally a little headmaster that kind of sat in a larger helmet and so i was trying to find one of the full body here they have some comparison picks so to me him being a full headman i guess the head at first, the head was looking a little big to me, but maybe yeah, that's just because I'm used looks to the fine. Yeah, too. I mean, him next to Tryptokami, he looks, the head looks fine. Yeah, that's not doing too bad, because they did the same thing with Fort Max, right? Mm-hmm. Fort Max was, did Fort Max, oh no, the original Fort Max had a full transforming head and then a smaller mm-hmm. head master. Yeah, yeah. As well, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah, scales looking looking really impressive next to the Predaking here, Omega Supreme. So, and then next to that Devastator, I do like in the uh, opening pick here in the thing him actually holding. Oh, that didn't actually open it, but him holding the Prime. Yep. In there. So. All right. All right, move on. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Star Wars archive vote. So uh, 
they are continuing their plans to re-release Black Series figures in the archive lines of different packaging so it doesn't mess with your pe- with people that have left theirs in the package to only show the spine that has the number on it. Uh, looks like this is going to be opening in about 10 days here. Uh, but yeah. I can't really think of anything I'm really jazzed about or need. Uh, Roger Sweet uh, uh, contested originator of He-Man. Him and Mark Taylor. That was, uh, wasn't that in the Toys That Made Us where he was talking about that? Yeah. 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 And it goes... That shit goes real deep on who designed that and who designed this and all that. I thought that stuff. was just something they did, like a little skit for the show. I didn't realize that was a you know. A oh real, yeah, a real like battle. They, these guys won't be around each other at cons. Mm, like okay. cons can invite them to the same con and all this. Mm. Like it's it's a pretty big deal. Uh, but he was on a podcast, so if you're curious, you can. Go to OpenYourToys.com, top of the page. There's show notes, and you can take a listen to what Roger Sweet has to say. Um, Next up, stock packaging of the Seekers. So, yeah, they, they look like the Seekers. Again, in my opinion, a really good way to do this. You know, I... I'd be curious, like I'm a, I collect all three when I collect, but I'd be curious if there's anyone out there that just does Starscream and they're like, nope, got the mold and don't need Skywarp or Thundercracker. But I used to do like everything, all the cone heads. Then I had to cut the cone heads. So now it's just that seeker mold. I think those are the best colors, you know. Skywarp and Thundercracker, yeah, and that's what. See, I started collecting Starscream just because I really liked his character on the show. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's one of them that has some of the most depth, you know, the conniving and all that kind of stuff. But you know, pressed uh, Skywarp is definitely my favorite color scheme, Mm -hmm. and then pressed again like swage has been doing in the group hot link i think definitely looks better than Skywarp with his color scheme of uh, black and darker grays but i'm going for you know screen accuracy here what we kind of remember so this is this is definitely my Skywarp, even though i agree with swage hot link does look a lot better than him Mm-hmm. And then a couple of my favorites, the clones. So these are the Decepticon clones. No doubt we'll be seeing the Autobot clones and similar two packs. And I I think I'm doing it. I even though I have them, yeah, even though I had to buy a multi-pack to pull one out to sell all the rest of the figures out of the multi-pack. I think I'm going to buy them in this package and just have them in the package behind the opened figures in my display. That's That's a fine way to do it then. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine these would be too expensive. They're, they're legends figures. So I can't imagine that 
two packs going to be more than 20 bucks, but looks like uh, I got a comment here uh, a little bit late on the comment. Uh, average Jose says uh, SDCC FET had the Han. Does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was confirming that the, that Han and Carbonite came with the SDC Boba Fett. Well, thanks average Jose. You know, I, I don't know any of this stuff, so. (laughs) Yes. And thank you for joining us and being on the live thing. Like I say, I, people shouldn't feel bad about not joining us. I, I, constantly had the best intentions to join podcasts when they did live streaming and i made it to very very few of them so i i know in particular in my personal life podcasts are kind of an at my convenience thing they're not things i set reminders for but you can subscribe to the show on youtube and set reminders when we post these so uh, Snake Mountain update. So we get a uh, masked Brian Flynn here. It looks small to this. me. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. serious. Yeah, it looks smaller than what he originally had in mind. Doesn't it seem like it's a little bit smaller? Not a lot, but uh, no. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it's still it, a big piece. I'm just saying that it just seems like, I don't know. Maybe I would just, the pictures that we saw earlier, the the cool gray ones and stuff like all that stuff. I just thought that it was larger, but I don't know. It seems huge, but oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I, mean, I know yeah. when they, I know when they showed it at Comic-Con, like when they had it there, mm-hmm. that that was like the first shot at it. And they were saying that it was going to be smaller than that. Okay. Um, they were, they were saying not by much, but that they were just going to have to make it a little smaller than that. But, and I thought the I thought the waterfall was supposed to be like a translucent. Me too. And that's like a, it looks horrible. It just looks like a orange piece of plastic. Like it doesn't even <laughs> yeah. look like a waterfall to me. It's supposed to be yeah. like what is it supposed to be? Blood or something? Blood waterfall? <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to be blood, but you know, even just throwing a wash on it. Well, what something. was it in the show? I, I mean, what was it? Was it? I think it was supposed to be lava. Lava. Okay, show. gotcha. Yeah. Lava. Okay. So being lava, I guess it wouldn't necessarily need to be clear, but yeah, put some kind of wash on it. Um, To me, the snake face doesn't have a lot of detail either. It seems like the coils have more of a wash on them than the face itself. But again, this thing is just, oh, this is the poster you get with it. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, you think it's worth 750 bucks? Cause that's what it is, right? Seven fifty with the shipping. Yeah, right now. Uh, well, yeah. Even when it came out, it was like seven hundred with the shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like you. If if this is going to be a centerpiece of your collection, and you're going to put every single one of your villains around it or something like that, I, I think it is. I mean, yeah. this thing's massive, you know. But it it is so big. I have there'd just be no place to put that in my house. Like I'm already fretting about Unicron. You know, I think I've, I think I've cleared a pretty good space for it, both in planet and, and uh, robot mode when I get it. But I mean, this thing's twice the width of it at least, and probably, you know, six to nine inches taller than it. Mm. So 
I I would love it. I just don't have that much. I don't have that much uh, nostalgia connection to it because I never owned it. I I loved the design in the cartoon, but I hated the design of the toy itself. That's the reason why I've never bought one before, you know. But yeah, this goofy face here, like, I mean, that's this one on the right. If you can't see what I'm circling, uh, let me re- <laughs> uh that just looks goofy to me. It looks like an old witch or something, you know, sticking yeah. out of it. But... It reminds me of like something from Fraggle Rock. Yeah. 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 There you go. That is very much exactly what it looks like. like what were the, the ogres called? Like the, the, the full size ogres. Like they, the they, ones that they would go and be in. Yeah. They would like be above pile. ground or something. Yeah. That's what I the face uh, kind of, Reminds me of is one of those ogre faces. Yeah, I agree. The one that we're always trying to catch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to yeah. catch the doozers. Is it doozers yeah. or dozers? Doozers? I, don't I think it was dozers, like dozers? bulldozers. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. what I always. Um, new Lego ad at. So I've already given uh, Mrs. McFavorite the heads up. Mrs. McFavorite buys my uh, $100 plus Lego sets that I won't buy myself. They're usually my birthday present each year. So I let her know this was, this was, this was a coming. Um, so what's really interesting about this is they kind of downplayed the detail. They made the legs a little bit skinnier. And to me, it really looks like what we saw in Lego Masters. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Anything. That's what I was gonna ask you. Is like, you know, since we already seen something similar in Lego Masters, is that what they're, you know, they maybe had that planned all the way all along, and you know, it was kind of to get it, get it fresh in everyone's mind, kind of thing. You know, like I wonder if some of this stuff is staged. You know. Yeah. Well, and I know with this, I mean, this would have been. It, even though they, they most of the parts can be reprinted and stuff like that. I mean, they're still planning this a year in advance, so I I can't imagine that they were doing anything based off of or you know because of Lego Masters. But I guess mm-hmm. that show was probably filmed in advance too. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, their their adats in the past have always been a little bit more hulking. Um, and so it's actually, this one is actually more accurate with the more spindly legs on it. Um, this cockpit up here is what people have complained about for a long time too, is because in the movie, there's two drivers and an ADAC commander standing behind them in this cockpit. And so they look, they, they are Definitely not practicing social distancing, but they, mm. they really look crammed the fuck in there. But it's same thing with the Millennium Falcon. They finally got four seats into it, but they everybody does look like they're kind of crammed in there. Mm. And we get yet another, yet another, uh, oh, interesting. They're doing the AT-AT drivers in blue. And interesting here, putting blue armor on the Adat commander too. 
Um, so the first thing that comes to my mind with those drivers is remember when you were younger and you had, I don't know if you had it or not, but so when I was younger, I had, I'm talking like really young. Um, do you remember those pajamas that had the feet on them? The pajamas that were all like one, one suit. Yeah. It was like one suit with a zip and it had the, had the feet, you know, attached to it. So I had a blue one. Um, when I was younger, and so I, I it just reminds me of a of the they're they're wearing blue onesies, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the first thing that popped in my head when I saw the two Lego figures. Well, and then traditional decos for these guys, it's been gray. Hmm. So it's really interesting that they're going with the blue here. Um, same thing with this brother up here at the top here. Well, he's normally all been gray. Yeah, I, I guess, like I said, it. I guess it's because maybe the arms are also blue, so like it looks like a one suit kind of a thing. Like it's weird. Yeah. To, normally, you don't see the pants, the arms, and the center thing all blue. You know, or yeah. all one color, I should say. No, and you're absolutely right. It's the same way as the pilot up here is they're wearing a jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah. And then they have all this electronics and hosing and and stuff all around it. So that, that is, is how it's meant and, to be. And so so they actually do wear a blue jumpsuit. I know the orange jumpsuit because I've seen that, but I just I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen one of the Star Wars that has the blue jumpsuit. Yeah, what and, movie would that be in? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes. Okay, right. and I am literally right at this point paused before I started the show. Oh, <laughs> so I've right. only made it through Star Wars. So you don't know what's and... going to happen then? <laughs> no, it, it's going to be a complete surprise. <laughs> oh wow! See, well then, I don't feel so bad. See, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I have no idea. But now I am definitely going to look to see whether this guy's wearing gray suit with blue armor and helmet. Or a blue These onesie. Guys are, <laughs> yeah, and the blue onesies. And then, like I say, this is really interesting here. The tan hands on the, on the snow troopers, too. So hmm. I'm going to have to play close attention to that after the show. Maybe they wear leather gloves in the, in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's like I, I leather gloves. Well, and when they did the black series of those snow troopers, they uh dirtied up their boots something crazy, like mm-hmm. yellow, like fading into brown at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that's something else I wanted to check out. Because again, as these things evolve, I'm assuming that they're just getting more and more screen accurate every time they do these, but to me, it's how I remember it. To me, I remember those snowtroopers being just like all white, you know, nothing, nothing on them, tan or dirty or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, um, Mondo put out some official pics of their man at arms. So this is the first one that really kind of wowed me. They they showed off their He Man and Skeletor first, and I was kind of like, yeah. Um, but in my opinion, they did a really amazing job with their Mondo kind of does their own interpretation of things. This is very cool. A snake version of him because man at arms, you got to remember was leading an army 
and the army wore the same army armor as him. So hmm. I don't know if that snake head would be enough impetus for a collector to buy two $150 figures, but I mean, yeah, just he, look and roll. every time I, uh, every time I see man arms, it just reminds me of like, he could fit right into like, you know, a mask collection, you know? Uh, yeah. He looks like, you know, he could be a mask character. I agree. Odds agrees. Oh, that's kind of cool. Got a little, uh, wrecking ball coming out of his mace there. Oh, I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be. The compass. Oh, it's a teaser for looks like uh beast man will be their next figure, hmm. which will be interesting. Oh, and the goddess. That's kind of crazy. I have no idea what the hell that skull is. Ghost Rider. <laughs> this is She-Ra because she had an axe that was a comb. Stratos, of course. Oh, it, it, that that skull could have been Scareglow because I think they've already shown Scareglow. And then a trap jaw. So they're telling people support this line or <laughs> we're good. We're going to make more stuff. We promise. <laughs> uh, but the one I'm really excited about is Merman. Uh, to me, he's probably the best looking figure we've seen from this line so far. Um, MP spin out or, or yeah. red sun streaker, diaclone sun streaker. This is, uh, I'm just glad that I quit the masterpiece <laughs> cause this just pisses me off you know i mean they're just they're just doing these cash grabs and they're just going deep into these weird catalogs you know i mean yeah uh, no i agree i mean it is i i do i do think it's interesting that you get these two figures out of these two lamborghinis like to me that's interesting the engineering there you know but i agree i i'm kind of like uh, again i don't have a, a lot of connection to diaclone that's not where i remember transformers i remember yeah. them on toys r us shell exactly yeah and hasbro too. packaging yeah. and you know that kind of thing the only thing that remotely i have a connection to is maybe um the uh what is the shack wave that's the only oh, thing i remember yeah. from my kid is is seeing yeah. a gray shock wave and radio shack and being Black. like what the hell's this knockoff you know kind of thing yeah. um but that's the only like non-transformer transformer thing i remember and so luckily i just i i've never made that any part of my collection, you know, your buddy from beer and transformers, uh, just did, um, his diaclone, uh, laser beak, yeah. you know, and he had two of them. He had one opened and one in the package. Well, no, what, what he was showing. Yeah. What he was showing was, was the differences between the knockoff and the real, Oh, okay. that was the okay. packages are almost the same, but that knockoff is actually hard to get as well. That's a vintage knockoff. 
Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing is like, it's crazy how even the vintage knockoffs are super expensive, mm-hmm. you know? And, and again, relatively, you know, we're not talking thousands of dollars or anything, but no, I, again, the only reason why I like it is the engineering part, you know, that you have this transformer and this transformer and really the only differences you're seeing here, right. Is some of the, you know, the exhaust up here or the, I guess, that's the same thing take. as Sunstreaker. I, I guess I'm not understanding your comparison because it's the same thing, thing as Sunstreaker. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Oh. That's, that's what I'm just saying is I never personally realized that Sunstreaker was that close to, to Sideswipe when it came to the actual mold, the toy itself oh, down okay. here. I so this you. is the first I time I've yeah. seen them kind of side by side or, and again, because I don't care about the Countach brothers. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't really paid attention. You know, the only thing I like about these two guys is the G2 sideswipe. That's all super armed up like Rambo, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> again, because of connection. I never yeah. had those. I never yeah, knew anybody yeah. that had those, yeah. you know? Yep. It's all about the nostalgic feeling. Yep. Exactly. Um, Hot Toys just today. This is the amazing thing about doing a live show. Just today announced uh, some new 1-6 scale figures. So first up, a Hot Toys Darth Vader, the Empire Strikes Back 40th Anniversary Edition. So... Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. I want you to click over here to see more pictures. Wonder if they got a cease and desist at some point to not just yank pictures and post them to their site. Yeah. It would have been better just to go to Sideshow's site, but oh, it's fine. I, I was actually kind of curious because I've never been on Hot Toys' actual like Hong Kong site, but yeah, it's just really slow. You're just. Just really slow, but yeah, I mean, this is interesting because um, I don't think they've ever done um, a, I don't think they've ever done vintage decos of them. I don't know. This is like something new that they're reaching out to pull heartstrings, I guess, to do vintage variants. I mean, even the box, from what I'm understanding, the box is going to be a vintage style box like the the graphics on the box itself. Yeah, see there there you go. Yeah, and I don't know. They've never they've never done that before. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I've never seen any kind of decoration like this, but no. I don't know if this is if they're just doing a vintage style, because I don't even think the twelve inch Vader looked like that. Um well, it's it's Stay not here. it's it's not. I mean, it's still going to be it's Vader, Vader for the movie. It's it's not replicating a toy. It's just the, oh, the deco and the styling. Yeah, it's still going to be movie realistic, but it's just the art box and you know everything. The what maybe the way it's painted. I think with the Boba Fett, you can really tell the difference. Um, yeah. You know, but I think it's more of just a vintage deco i think that's what they're going for i don't know i like i said i, I don't know too much about it but yeah vintage yeah, color version 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just saying they've never customized the boxes. The boxes have been one way for Star Wars, one way for Marvel, that kind of thing. Or have they all been very similar even across the different lines that they've had? Well, they they usually take a picture, you know, they take a still from the movie and then they usually put on the box or they'll do, you know, a certain, you know, design, you know, a special design featuring the character on the box. So this is different that it's like almost like a toy style box almost. Yeah. But I mean, like for this Boba Fett, this vintage color, was this in the movie? What are they replicating? Are they replicating the colors of the toy or are they replicating yes. the colors of the comics? Okay. Yeah. So they're they're replicating the toy. The toy. Okay. Boba Fett. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I am really afraid this thing is just spinning and spinning. I guess our feed survived last time when my when my Chrome crashed, (laughs) but um, right now we can't get to anything else. And I really wanted to talk. Oh, there we go. And wanted to interesting. Now we're, Oh, that tab. I want to close some of the, yeah, you might want to close some of those other tabs. Let me, uh, let me reopen this tab real quick. Because that's where the show notes were. There we go. And we'll close the other tabs. Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, okay, I was going to say, it looks like it's just choking on this. So, yeah, this is the same color as the vintage, which that's, I mean, that's ballsy, man. They're, I mean, they're a $250 figure that they've already released, mm-hmm. and they're just going to redeco it and sell it for it's probably more expensive than the first time they release this figure just because the price always tends to go up and up. But yeah, I don't know. Figure these figures have always been in that 245, 250, you know, plus, plus. Yeah. So it just, yeah. For the collector that has everything and wants one more. (laughs) It's star Wars day. Why not, bro? Why not? (laughs) And then I saw you posted the Clone Wars as well. The Clone Wars actually is is really big. I mean, a lot of people are really into the Clone Wars. Yeah, and I it drives me nuts because I never caught up before they did this last season. And so now I have to, like, people post about it, and I'm like, oh, shit, I can't see this, you know, because of spoilers, but um so this teaser picture to the best of my knowledge looks very much like a battle-worn aged uh um rex trooper so he was the clone captain for anakin before anakin went bad uh but it what it what i know spoilers Again, I haven't seen it, but from what I know about the series from other spoilers I've received, is they are now Ahsoka's troops, and that's why they've repainted their helmets. Hmm. So you see the 501st behind them. That was Anakin's brigade, and so it looks like we'll get a Captain Rex Probably most likely both helmet versions, I'd assume. Maybe one's going to be a sideshow exclusive or something like that. But again, pretty ballsy. Like I say, I know Star Wars fans are pretty into it, but have you seen, 
you've seen more mainstream interest in it oh yeah it's it's huge it's a yeah it's a it's a big deal in the one-sixth community nice well i'm glad that people are excited for that i thought that would be like a real risky move on their part uh just because clone wars is newer and i don't know really good follow especially uh what's the what's the girl uh that has the horns on her head ahsoka tano yeah that's yeah that's a she's a a coveted uh, character as well i guess yeah and this would be her brigade okay so that makes sense if she's and that's what i've been seeing people are really excited about about how she's being portrayed in the latest season and that kind of stuff so because she was one that every collector bitched about she was like she was like the jar jar of the mm-hmm. clone wars when it first came out so i'm really happy to see that they really evolved her character and now the community is really behind her yeah. looks like uh shane is on his way to walmart to, uh, to go look for transformers that's all he's doing there is looking for transformers well shane you should be ashamed of yourself because he says also getting some no he doesn't he doesn't say that he's just going to walmart to look for look for toys come on so uh i want to give shane a shout out because he kind of stuck up to peter uh I, I read a post about uh peter posted the 13 dollar sound wave and that he was disappointed because you know it was 50 it's a 50 dollars retail price toy and he doesn't feel the plastic doesn't feel good and this and that and shane uh shane had some good good points that he made in there so shout out to shane for uh for definitely making some good uh good rebuttals to peter's uh, original post there yeah i i really didn't want to get mixed up that um but yeah i'm just kind of like man what do you expect i mean i i understand peter collects very high-end items you know but but even an sh figure arts that's 90 bucks like the plastic doesn't feel like 90 dollars to me at least like even the storm collectible yeah, collectibles i mean you can you can break I those don't... with your fingers just as easy right yeah so, exactly yeah, i did it without in half. paying attention sure. yeah <laughs> so i'm kind of like i don't know um somebody also chimed in that discussion saying that the the quality was about the same as the original vintage and you know like i say it's one of those things where 13 bucks is a no brainer for Soundwave. He was the most articulated G1 figure ever, I think. Uh, maybe Skyfire or Jetfire was a little bit more articulated than him. Yeah. But, you know, I know. Peter. my my standpoint and sorry i literally just hit the wrong screen and exited out of the live thing but that's pretty nice it doesn't drop you so peter let's hear let's hear your thoughts are you becoming elitist uh i I think he is i mean i understand that he collects you know really high-end um you know super robots and 
you know, stuff that has a lot of die cast and a lot of detailed paint and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, he's he's always he's always been into that kind of a high end kind of a scenario. You know. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And it's, and it's crazy to me that he's by, well, and again, let's not be too tough on the guy. Um, but he was buying like $250 figures that he had no nostalgic connection to. Yeah. He, he didn't follow the fiction. He just thought they were cool looking figures that were very well made. And I'm just like, wow, that's baller. Like, I have a hard time spending forty bucks on a figure that I have no connection to. Well, just I don't. Because I don't read cool. comics. Yeah, I mean, I don't read comics, but my statue collection was all Marvel characters. And I don't read comics, but I mean, I mean, and you know, most of them were comic like portraits. You know what I'm saying? So, I and you, had, <laughs> even if you didn't read comic. Did you have any connection to them? No. Like, did you ever? Oh, no, okay. them, they were cool. Interesting. Okay. I have no connection to Venom, no connection to (laughs) Thanos. You know, I mean, and I I bought all that stuff, you know, before the movies were popular and stuff. I mean, Iron Man I always thought was cool, but that was just because of the movie, you know? Yeah. I feel you. All right. Well, we're getting... (laughs) Getting short on time and long on stories. Uh, New Age MP Soundwave. Uh, so pretty crazy. It, I I guess I haven't seen reviews about New Ages. Nope. Uh, anything beyond their Legends figures. Yeah. Because they're not one of the ones that did one of the Primes, right? No, I don't think so, no. It's, it's kind of looking like maybe all they did was this Bumblebee. Is this their book? Um, I do like that it comes with Ravage and and uh Laserbeak in it, and that we're getting like a more in scale version of it. So this one's a uh, wait for the reviews. I, I did love that version of it. I love that we got you know uh, Ravage and Laserbeak. So I'll have to wait for that. Uh, DNA known for their Combiner Wars uh, add-on kits does basically a movie master accessory kit, upgrade kit here. So you're getting some stuff for Sentinel Prime. Again, if you're going to buy that Sentinel Prime, I will not be. Uh, You get some extra. Well, this is the new Voyager. Oh, this is I had the, the leader. Series. I had the original leader. And I have the leader too. And I'm like, and that's perfect for me. That's all I need. <laughs> I don't need to spend another 30 bucks on them. Uh, this one kind of got me just because I, I, I like the way it looks on it. Yeah, it's you like gray, the, gray plastic? Yeah. Yeah. The gray plastic that looks like blue plastic, but it's actually mm-hmm. gray plastic. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it for third party store report. The empire strikes back wave two is hitting at targets as one of our listeners uh, and member in the group found this uh, pilot Luke Skywalker. So this is what I was talking about is 
This is a completely fabricated card. Never appeared in the vintage line. Mm -hmm. Same thing here with this R2-D2. Completely fabricated. So these, the TIE Pilot, Hoth Rebel Trooper, and Melando are the only ones I'm looking at from this wave. But those are hitting target now. And... Lots of stuff online. Purge Trooper, I've been checking this thing all goddamn day because I really want this freaking uh, Purge Trooper and it hasn't been available. Let's check it one more time. So they have the product page up. And of course, it's on sale because Star Wars items are on sale. So this is from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um so excited that we're finally going to get a release of this in the States. It's been available in Canada at EB Games for quite a while. Um, but we'll see if we actually ever get it online. Same thing with GameStop. I've been checking this <laughs> very often. The uh, Flame Toys Furi model kit for G1 Optimus Prime uh, hit the site at a $16.99 price point. Um, now, GameStop has not been above canceling orders that result from a price mistake. And this has to be a price mistake. This is a $35 to $40 model kit that they have up there for $17. Still, I've been trying to, I check it about once a day to see if it's available. Um, in celebration of May the 4th, we're getting another <laughs> 12th scale probe droid. So not only... Not only was this the Black Series big Empire Strikes Back thing, that and the Luke and Yoda now, but uh, also if you want a fully die-cast version of it, the Disney store has it in their 12-inch line. So, looking really good. Again, not... Not a huge huge fan of diecast. I know I know some people think that that basically equates to quality, but and then the other thing here, you're getting this weird, weird Star Wars key thing, and I haven't looked very much into. Oh, you can't even make the pictures bigger on here. But anyways, uh. Amazon pre-orders, again, have not gone up. But if you're curious, uh, if you're curious, uh, Yak News has links to it. Uh, we have added the direct links. Pre-orders have not opened yet. Yeah. So these are all the Amazon pre-orders that we have already talked about. May 4th Lego sale. So, again... We've touched on this previously. They've had a lot of stuff sell out, including this A-Wing Starfighter, which absolutely fucking blows my mind because they've done Ultimate Collector Series during May the 4th before, and they haven't sold out. So the reason why this A-Wing fighter would sell out is beyond me. Um, they also had the Death Star... Uh, the Death Star like Lego scenes that had like 15 different scenes. I almost pulled the trigger. I was so fucking close on the night before. Like I've always wanted it. 
I hated that they re-released it at uh, at a 25% markup, but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. If it's there tomorrow morning, I'm going to do it. And it sold out on the first day. So hmm. my, my bank and my wife appreciate that it sold out. <laughs> Again, if you're listening to this today, because this is Star Wars Day sales, you can go find a bunch of other shit, including dog toys and blender bottles and clothing for everybody in the family, a free book on, um, on Amazon if you're interested in the Queen's Shadow. Uh, not an actual 3D representation of it, but a fat head sticker of the Han and Carbonate <laughs> that we've been talking about. Uh, tons of Star Wars deals if that's your thing. You can put it on your refrigerator. <laughs> that would be actually kind of cool and like cut the lines to be able to open yeah. your doors everywhere where yep. they open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually is not okay. I'm going to go see how much. No, I'm sorry. Uh, what'd you get, Lotus? Did you get some more Billy Bob in the mail? Um, no, I mean, I, I don't think I've. No, not really. Just, um, no, I don't have anything new. Nothing new. Do we have to watch your videos to find out? Or, oh, no. I mean, I, I have okay. I have parts. I mean, I have parts that I'm, you know, assembling on him. But, yeah, I, I didn't actually get the stuff. I mean, I've, I've had it. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, shit. Um, I am going to have to go get something from the living room real quick. But let me open up my spreadsheet prior to doing that. And let me see what I got. Um, Trying to think. Shit, did I actually not get anything this week? That might be nice. There we go. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> I know. You don't have to. It's okay. We're in the middle of a recession. You know, it's okay. Oh, I know. Okay. So I know what I did get, but I didn't. I'm, pay glad, the, I'm glad recession uh, helped you jog your memory. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to picture like my living room display and all the things that I've put up there recently, but um, I got the. Vitruvian Hacks Horses, their Kickstarter that was almost oh my um, a year ago. So it's it's very cool. I got a, okay, I'm going to go get this stuff. Sorry, Lotus, I'm going to leave you here in the lurch oh for goodness. about 20 seconds. Um, so entertain the people. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, well. I uh, don't really know what to say, um, but if anybody is interested in animatronic robots from the 80s, they can go check out my YouTube channel. Um, I've been putting together some restoring some robots from the 80s from Showbiz Pizza Place. And so, um, yeah, so you can... Uh, Go over there and watch me uh, restore robots, I guess. And learn how to use a hairdryer. Because like I said, I've my latest video, I actually used a hairdryer. So. 
Great job, Lotus. I it's honestly awesome. haven't I, had a hairdryer in like, probably, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever owned a hairdryer. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever used a hairdryer. See, we're, we're, we're uh, drilling down on a profile of you, Lotus. You better I'm be bald. careful. You're... I'm bald. <laughs> oh, you don't mind sharing that with people? Oh, okay. no, I'm bald. <laughs> I'm bald, too. I have no, well, I've got, I've got the peach fuzz rocking but okay so i did get something from the store um let's see i got uh the battalion jet fire that walgreens weird like big jet fire and yeah it's garbage like i thought it was but it it was it was worth it um considering i had a coupon and i was there doing essential shopping anyways um and then uh one thing i didn't grab from the living room but i got the uh mega constructs predator to go along with my mega constructs alien and that mega constructs predator is awesome it's got the little like Missile launcher shoulder, the shoulder mounted missile launcher thing. Um, it's it's a got laser, the, isn't it? Isn't it a laser? Yeah, alien. it blows things up. So I don't yeah. know how a laser blows things up. Well, it's alien but. technology. <laughs> exactly. You're not supposed uh, to know how that works. You're not an alien. Or are so, you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, I might be. I, I might very well be, and I just don't know it yet, right? Like, they're going to come down, and they're going to tell a bunch of people, you've been doing our bidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got that. I got Grapple after I bitched on the last show that I saw it once and never saw it again. I saw it again. And what's nice is their Voyagers are only 27 bucks at Walmart. So I felt like I was getting 10% off, even though it's still expensive, but uh, it wasn't 30 at least. And then, like I say, the one thing I did want to show off here was I got my Vitruvian Hacks 18th scale horses. So very cool. You've got a different ways to kind of soup them up little masks and stuff. Uh, the, <laughs> the armor is really cool everywhere that they made it pluggable. Like you can take some of the more decorative stuff off of this horse. So it's got, it's got a lot of like skulls and, and a lot of decorative stuff. You can pop all of that off. Um, the one bad part, I'm going to show you my horse's ass here. Yeah, literally, I even heated this up with my gun, trying to pull the tail off, just snap the peg right off of it. Wow. So that'll be a fun thing that I try to get replaced from. Um, but because everything's modular, it literally should just be like a Revel Tech style hinged ball joint that they have to send me in the mail. Um, they came with these cool stands. Nothing that it pegs into, which I wish it would have. I wish there would have just been a little hole in the sculpt. Um, but it's got these little resting. This is the tall one. 
And then there's a short one. So this is like when they're rearing up. Um, and then there's a short one for when they're just standing. But these are ball jointed as well. Okay. I have a really hard time with like the flight controls. When you go left, it's right. And when you yeah. go right, it's left. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I think that's the, called aileron. I think that's aileron. Is that what it's called? Yeah, oh, I didn't realize it had a name, name for it. Too. I think it's called aileron. Now one I'm keeping in package. This was their Kickstarter exclusive. This is their uh, sugar skull uh sugar skull horse so it's got like sugar skull deco there's uh the cool bones on it it's got purple hair some flowery stuff um this one i was super excited about again just something i grew up in the culture i i grew up in when i was a kid so that one will just stay in a pot in a package as a representation of that line um, while this one that I played around with, I broke, that was literally the first thing I did with the horse besides just posing it a couple times is tried to pull off that tail and snap. <laughs> oh. All right. And then my favorite thing I got this week from a previous co-host and, and good friend, Mr. Vern Phillips and the perfect companion all day for me. Baby Yoda. And it's, I, I am just, I am super impressed with Vern's work on these. They're, they're all hand painted. Oh, they have making washed. those? Yeah. These are, he's 3D printing. These. Oh, nice. Like that's his, it, if people don't know Vern or follow Vern um, on Facebook or Instagram, this is his new passion. Is oh, 3D I, I didn't, printing. I had no idea. I had no yeah. idea he was doing, he was into 3D printing. That's cool. Yeah. He's already upgraded from like the low end two to 300 one. He's already upgraded to the one that does double the size of it. And he's doing all cool. kinds of, he's done Mandalorian gauntlets. He did a Mandalorian blaster. So yeah, this baby Yoda is super cute. Uh, I actually asked for, he's printing, uh, uh, mask buckles. Oh. So my masks, the ones we have are homemade and they're just a little tight for my big head. So they basically make my ears kind of stick out a little bit and they just hurt after wearing them in a Walmart for an hour, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and he sells these little 3d buckles that he's printing on his printer that, uh alleviates the pressure on your ears from them so i asked for a few of those and he was super nice and mm. sent me a little baby yoda along mm. with them um so yeah so that's what i got uh when i did the post today i totally forgot to ask people to send a listener a, a discussion topic but we're running pretty long yeah. right now, so no need to muse over anything. But please let us know. This is something that uh, Lotus felt strongly about and yeah. I personally yeah. love is is we would love to do less of this quickly moving through news that, you know, 10% of our listener cares about this one and 10% cares about that one. We would love to do more discussion topics, especially as we get more people on the show. So 
please, the listener feedback and questions isn't just about the show. Ask us questions. Tell us something you'd like to hear discussed. Because, I mean, some of our most popular shows are the ones that Lotus and Rock did, where they just kind of freestyled it and really didn't do news. They just right. talked about their collecting and their collections. Yeah, I mean, we could, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of things we can do with a video format as well. You know, even, you know, we could focus on a, we could take a figure, you know, and kind of set up our cameras to focus on the figure and just, you know, kind of, you know, discuss it. So we could do yeah. something like that as well, or, you know, maybe pick a GI Joe or something and do that with, I don't know. There's a lot of things we can do in this kind of format. Hell yeah. Hell Yeah. Especially see me as I get real blushy because of how much I'm drinking. I'm getting really warm. <laughs> All right. Uh, grab bag, Galaxy's Edge that could have been. And this is where, see, this is where I need to learn. Like, when we're not looking at stuff, to turn that off. Or maybe to turn that off. Uh, so the Galaxy's Edge, everybody's familiar with this. This is the uh, amusement park uh, section of now Disneyland and Disney World. And it's quite focused. It, it does have just some general Star Wars vibes, but it's quite focused on the sequel trilogy. So the movies that just came out. And this article is really interesting, talking about how it was always planned to be focused on the original trilogy. And Kathleen Kennedy came in, again, with a lot of facts behind her and probably a lot of charts and graphs showing how well The Force Awakens was doing. And said that it needed to be a sequel trilogy land because it's not for the 50 year olds. It's for the next generation. And she said she didn't want it to turn out to be a museum for Star Wars. It should be this active growing thing that their fans can grow with. Well, what it's kind of turned out to be is a lackluster sequel trilogy museum that people love because you see the Millennium Falcon and their Star Wars-y things. But this could have been something dedicated to the movies that, at least us, again, we're, we're I assume most of us are 40-something-year-olds, maybe a few, maybe a few early 50s people in there. But if your nostalgia for this stuff is like ours, that's probably your age. I would have much preferred something around the original trilogy. It wouldn't have been based in Batu. It would have been based in Tatooine. It wouldn't have been, uh, should I get Maz Kanata's Cantina? It would have been the Moss Isley Cantina, just stuff like that. And it's kind of sad that just because at the time that first a sequel trilogy movie was really taken off that they kind of scrapped the whole idea and went this whole other direction. And now the next two movies haven't really been well received. People are complaining, people are mad, you know, and now we're kind of stuck in this sequel trilogy timeline and environment. But again, something to, to take a read, uh, 
I uh, I was interested in it because I'm hoping we're hoping to get out there sometime this year. Again, fingers crossed. Um, but who knows? We may wait. If I mean, that's kind of what we've been kicking around is. Is there just going to be a crush of people trying to go there, you know, by October, November of this year? Is it even going to be open? If there's, you know, and you what's know. the experience going to be like? You know, I mean, yeah, are they going to exactly have six right. feet social? You know, are you going to have to wear a mask and then it's going to be hot? And then, yeah, that's you exactly know, right. are, are you going to, is it going to take away from the experience? Yeah, because I don't want my daughter's first experience to be her complaining about how her mask is fogging up her glasses all right. day. Right. You know, like, yep. so no, I, I, that's kind of what we've been contemplating. We have a friend that's a Disney travel host or whatever they call them. They're basically people that pimp Disney shit, you know, and get a little kickback mm -hmm. from people that book stuff there. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It might be fun if everybody's scared to go and they don't have to, you know, like if you're, if the experience is just like you would expect, but with 50% less people, like that might be a great experience, you know, but yeah. I agree. I, I don't know what their post pandemic uh, operations are going to look like. Um, new movie here. Uh, so this is the, uh, he was originally pinning a new movie alongside uh, uh, Christy Wilson Carnes. Uh, but now it looks like Taki Wa Watiti is going to be directing yep. a new Star Wars movie. Uh, he won an Academy Award for the Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. Um, and he also directed the final season uh, or the final uh, episode of The Mandalorian, which I really dug. Um, Jojo Rabbit, I absolutely loved. If you're, if you're all at all a favorite of, um, of what am I looking at? Parroting history it is it's absolutely amazing has a few heart-wrenching scenes in it of course any movie about the nazis should but it's a hilarious movie um hitler is just the funniest fucking thing in it ever um so yeah he'll be making a new star wars movie shane said uh there's uh there was a rumor that target is gonna start canceling their mispriced transformer pre-orders have you heard oh, they, anything they fucking better not i got in on those mispriced <laughs> <laughs> i i haven't seen an email yet um but interesting interesting because yeah i was all in uh they were doing their voyagers there they i got the quintesson and the snapdragon for 20 bucks and then not only was it 20 bucks, but then they were also offering a 20% off Star Wars sale at the time. So I got those $30 figures for $16 on pre-order. Oh, oh, they better not. I'll be pissed. <laughs> 
Um, so in addition to a new uh, Star Wars movie, there's also a new Transformers live action movie coming our way. Um, let's see, two scripts are currently in development, uh, one by James Vanderbilt, uh, uh, and he did a murder mystery, which I've never seen that, and the other by John Wick, Chapter 3 scribe, Joby Harold. The Vanderbilt Project is based on the Beast Wars, and the other is reportedly in the Bumblebee universe. So, Beast Wars... What what does that look like to you, Lotus? A live action Beast Wars movie? Mm-hmm. Have you ever even seen an episode? I assume. Oh, yeah. you've watched no, I watched. Uh, I think I watched almost all of season one. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just couldn't. You know, I just, I it's, just never. I just didn't continue. You know, I, yeah. mean, I just got to a certain point. I was like, okay, you know, I understand this and that, but yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. I don't know if they can. Eh, I don't. I don't think I'd be down for that. Hi. Yeah, I. I'm like it should look more like an animated one. Say hi. See everybody in the world can see. Oh, you just hit your t- ten thousand. Oh, I thought that was a Tamagotchi. Oh, <laughs> it does kind of sound like a Tamagotchi, doesn't it? It's this. Oh, what is it? It's um. It's completely. I am at. No, it's my running thing. Okay. It's her running thing. Okay. (laughs) 10,000 step alarm sounds much more impressive for everybody. I don't have a 10,000 alarm. (laughs) Yes, you do. What are you talking about? We've talked about it. Okay. I'm I'm recording the show. Say hi, everybody. Say hi, hi, Lotus. Hello. You gotta shake my hand. Ah. <laughs> I have four thousand one dollars on an adoption. She has four thousand dollars on Roblox. Everybody, go, <laughs> go, go, mugger, go, mugger, right now. Good idea. I love you. They can't rob. They can't rob. Yeah, I'm just like Jesus Christ. Just make, just make 3D animated movies, man. Yeah. I mean. What the fuck? There, there's not even people. I think there's like, I think they show like one or two cavemen during the whole Beast Wars thing, but Jesus, I don't know. But that was all during uh, Hasbro's uh, investor meeting. So, and then we'll uh, skip over Motu real quick because they also announced a brand new G.I. Joe movie coming as well. This is from Joe Shrapnel and Anna Waterhouse. Again, I really need to research. Uh, let's see. They're writers for Amazon's political thriller movie, Sedberg. Yeah. No. I'm tired of hearing about G.I. Joe movies. Like, I, like <laughs> I, why do, I feel like we have been talking about G.I. Joe live action movies for probably like two years now, but we haven't actually seen anything. Well, that's crazy how they keep it in the news cycle, at least, right? I mean, again, this is a nerdy. Well, it's, like, it's like vaporware. You know, like, it's, it's, it's vaporware, you know? Yeah. Well, and and last time we were like, oh, you know, they're, they're putting up the balls and they're not pushing back the Snake Eyes movie. Is that good or bad? That kind of thing. Well, they are fucking pushing back the Snake Eyes movie. 
possibly. They asked uh, they asked the CEO the question about that, and he said, "We're going to produce great branded content for theaters. We are going to see new Transformers movie. We are obviously have Snake Eyes movie coming over the over next year." So it sounds like he's saying they're going to postpone it, even though they actually haven't officially done it. But yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. Like even Mo two, at least you get a book here or there, or maybe Mo two Uno. But yeah, even Mo two has been the same way, right? I mean, it's been six years since they've been working on a Masters of the Universe movie, and still fucking nothing. Uh, but what is not nothing because we get a photo of it here, <laughs> which looks like it possibly is photoshopped, um, masters of the universe, uno, but we're getting some of that amazing card art. It looks like hopefully packaging artwork. So I'm excited for that. My daughter, like one of the few games my daughter will play with me is uno. So, and we wrote mom in because it's usually a quick game, Mm -hmm. but my daughter did, uh, they had, what's her favorite game at school last week. Yeah. And it was Monopoly, Really, but not just Monopoly. It was the super Mario brothers edition. I bought Mrs. McFavorite for her birthday or for Christmas Monopoly. So. I thought that was awesome. I'm like, parenting win, you know, especially Miss McFavorite hates Monopoly. The the present was almost like this joke gift to try to get her to play more Monopoly with me. Because I love it, man. Oh, my God. I was a Monopoly fanatic. I get excited. Like I get excited to play it, but then it just goes on forever. Yeah. I mean, you need... It's not a party game. You need people like paying attention because once people start talking and then they're not rolling and then all that, and then you got to be able to make deals too, right? Like you got to be willing to make deals. I've played with people that they just won't trade anything. They won't take a risk on anything. Sorry, what were you saying? No, I was just saying, no, I I know. They just hoard all the properties and... Yeah. Make sure no one gets a monopoly because they were able to get one of each of yeah. all of us, you yeah. know. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Like you gotta fucking roll the dice and fucking do it. All right. Well shit, not too bad. About 15 minutes over. Yeah. You saw in the last show we went about a half an hour over, but you know, that last half an hour was more discussion with Mark and, and rock more than anything. So, um, hopefully Jay will, will be on next time. Um, I was going to ask you rock, rock, sorry, Lotus. Um, I don't know if this is putting you on front street, but were you just planning on just doing Mondays with the new schedule? Were you going to kind of keep your Sundays to yourself? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, just Mondays uh, for for now. I uh, I got a lot accomplished uh, actually yesterday. Got a lot lot done. Uh, worked into the wee hours. <laughs> well, at least the sunset, at least. But 
Well, no, and I think it works out good because Rock's been kind of like, even at this eight o'clock time slot for him, he, he's been like, yeah, it, it's going to be really tough. So if we alternate like that and you're on one week, he's on the next. And then, like I say, hopefully Jay will be able to uh, join us more regularly. And Vern said he would love to come on with oh, the new great. format. And I awesome. totally forgot. I meant to... I meant to tell Peter, like, hey, you know, because it used to be Sundays was the only night for him and his lady, but now we're on Mondays. I, I'd love to have Peter back on the show too. So, yeah. And and again, anybody else, just reach out. I mean, we we probably wouldn't just randomly add you to the feed unless you've been active in the group. But even if you're not active in the group and you just like to try podcasting out and want to talk about some of the stuff we're talking about, let us know ahead of time. We'll kind of vet you and, and, and add you in. And again, vet you is just make sure you're not going to say the N word or draw penises on our face or anything. <laughs> So, um, no, but yeah, that you, that you also means that you have a good microphone. And <laughs> yeah. You don't listen to the show at the same time as broadcasting, which causes an echo, which really would upset us. So, yeah, there is a little bit of a vetting process. I guess that's true. Yes, you should have you should have a computer. Although Rock pulls it off with an iPad and a well, phone. No. Yeah, you so. can do that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace.